from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. Anthony and Pinky for breakfast. I love this time of year and time of day and time of week. <laughs> it's bloody obvious you love this time of year. You haven't shot up about it. I know, it's been decorated around here since October. Anyway, uh, how this works this morning is we have $50 up for grabs thanks to Red Rooster. Call through on 13353 as soon as you know who the Friday Fantail story is about. I'm a 62-year-old British comedian. Wow. 13353 is the number, by the way. Did we say that? Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't listening. (laughs) We're so cooked. I tried my hand at a career as a pop star in the 1980s, which failed. But then I started working at XFM radio station where I met my friend, Stephen Merchant. Stephen and I created a character and sitcom that is known worldwide. However, not for the original version. Steve Carell's rendition of the bumbling, awkward boss is perhaps more famous. I've hosted the Golden Globes five times, causing controversy with my edgy jokes at the expense of some of the world's most loved celebrities. You may know me as David Brent from The Office or Andy Millman from Extras. I've got a new comedy special that's out today on Netflix. Who am I? On one triple three five three for fifty dollars. Now I've got someone. The aim of the game is for them to guess who it is. Do you want to have a quick crack at uh, what this caller's name is, just as a, just for fun, just to see if we can get it? The name of the caller. Yeah, just have a little bit of fun. We don't have them saving the system. Colin. I'm gonna go. Is that you, Colin? Zach. Hi. <laughs> who is it? Big G from Tungamo. <laughs> Big G. Of course. G. I mean, how'd we get that wrong? Oh, no. Just looking at a number. Should have recognised the last three digits. <laughs> Duh. Big G, who am I describing? Uh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that man. Very I can't good. believe he's 62. Are you familiar with uh, some of his... He was a failed uh, 1980s pop star, but he does have some music under the David Brent alias. <laughs> He has a what? Very different sense of humour. <laughs> yeah. Do you like it? I do. I reckon yeah. he's great. Yeah, I reckon he's great too. He's fantastic. And he, and he was really good in Afterlife. Yeah, that was a beautiful show. Really loved yeah. that. Yeah. Absolutely. He got, he's got a lot of acting range. I should have given him yeah. credit for that in the on, well, range all round. I'm at the mercy of the Fantail rapper, obviously. <laughs> They're pretty up to date yeah, right? to know that he had a new special <laughs> out today. But on the other side of the coin, he's very honest about everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's quite refreshing, I think. But anyway, uh, well done. You've got fifty bucks. Thanks to Ricky Gervais. Right. Well, unless you've got anything else to say to Big Big J, I'm hey, done. Hey, intern, just get into a song or an ad or something. No, we'll go to ads. Big J, hold the line, my man. Anthony and Pinky for breakfast. Triple M. Always happy to hear from you, one triple three five three, or on the socials, or inbox us with anything you'd like us to discuss on the show across CQ uh, from Anonymous, and obviously we can always maintain that as well. Uh, someone wrote in to say, should people be made to wear shoes, thongs or some type of foot covering whilst in shopping centres, supermarkets, food courts, I think, yes, it's hygienic, clean and safe. I think no. Oh. I mean, seriously, 
How often do you really look at a man's shoes? Doesn't really affect you. You never really look at people's feet. It doesn't affect you. This is where I am on it. I, I'm really not bothered. I, it's not the rules that I live by with myself and my daughter. Like, we just do have thongs or footwear when we're out and about. Um, but I right couldn't now. care less if old mate next to me hasn't got anything on their feet. I'm barefoot right now, Pete. I'm barefoot at work, not just at the shops, I reckon. Barefoot everywhere. You know my policy. Really? So long as... Yeah, you've got rules, actually. I've got rules. And one triple three five three can weigh in on this. <laughs> Jump into my corner, this guys. because amusing. The debate is raging on Facebook as It well. is, it is. I think barefoot anywhere, so long as you live on the coast. Yeah, I know. So why? Because the beach is nearby. It's got nothing You're to do with the beach. You're to walk through the sand. It's very judgmental. Not that everyone's being judgmental anyway, but why is that different to if you don't live in the beach? Because... Like, grace me is too far inland to be wearing... Why? Barefoot. Because it's too hot. And there's no, no body of water it's to, the beach. to cool your feet off. That's no, not I, what anyone's talking about, though. But I just think it is, it's a bit more of a beach town vibe to be barefoot. No, I think that's where you've got it wrong. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. You well, with your criteria there. <laughs> Jeez. We haven't heard from uh, uh, this friend of ours in a while. Janine. Oh, Gav. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you going? Yeah, pretty good. All the better from for hearing from you. <laughs> yeah, well, I hear years every morning. Sorry same about that. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well, where <laughs> do you stand on this? Well, actually, Anthony, I'm sorry, but I'll have to agree with Peaky on this one. Oh. Um, no, look, under workplace health and safety, this is where you got to look at. If someone goes into a supermarket and something falls on their feet, and then if they try and sue or slip over, you know, like, where do they stand? They stand barefoot. Fair enough if they go out and, like, in their own place, which is good. It's like um, if you go out and um, take your shoes off. You know that scene where they go in the park with Pretty Woman, Vivian takes his shoes off, and you go, <sighs> you know, but... Yeah, you feel but, the grass under your feet kind of thing. Yeah. That's nice, isn't it? Yes. I like that. In, yeah, it's great, especially if you're if you're in work boots all day or work shoes all day. But going into a supermarket, mm, no, I'm. You have to wear shoes. Have you considered this though? Someone on Facebook has commented. His name's Frogger. He said, "What if the person identifies as wearing shoes?" Now we live in a modern world, Janine. I will clarify though. This was, I think, probably anonymous's um, verdict because they were all for it and think there should be rules. Whereas I personally couldn't care less, actually, Janine. And I think that if somebody had an incident in a shopping centre and they wanted to go. You know, first of all, you need to stump up some money to take someone yes. to court. Uh, but I think it would be very clear that if you weren't wearing your shoes and something happened within a but shopping I, centre, that would just be a straight-up throw-out case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I would argue uh, yeah. that your thongs aren't going to protect you either, though. <laughs> Depends on what's happened, really. But anyway, thanks for your call. Let's get to another <laughs> call here. On one triple three five three. Um, I reckon you should be able to wear whatever you want without someone else's opinion. Yeah. Meaning anything. Um, yeah. Let people do what they want, man. If you want to walk around with no shoes, you hurt yourself. It comes on you. Well, yeah, um, that's it. That's your choice, right? Um, I yeah, reckon. It's your choice, exactly. Yeah. Um, it does look a bit grungy, but everyone to their own. Hey. Sometimes well, that's it. That's like the look, though. 
people aren't. I'm not dressing for you to look at me at the shopping exactly. centre. I'm in survival <laughs> mode, mate. I'm just getting down there and doing the groceries for the thousandth time this week. I just week. want to get in and get out. I don't care what they're wearing, what they're doing. Exactly, Johnny boy. Whose side are you on? Yeah, I don't ever wear shoes, man. I never wear shoes anywhere. Didn't sound like you. What would. do you do for work? Do you work, Johnny? Yeah, I'm a plumber, mate. I, I wear boots to work. Yeah. Uh, but when, I, when I'm at home going to the shops, I just can't be bothered putting thongs or shoes on. Normally forget. If I stand on something, uh, it's my loss, man. I'm not too fussed about about doing a stool or nothing. Johnny, do you live at the beach? Yeah, I'm in Tannum Sands, mate, yeah. Do you think it matters Attaboy. that you live at the beach, whether that changes the rules or not? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I just can't be bothered wearing shoes. There you go. Look, good little Johnny's living oh. his best life. Can't relax. Be not bothered. I work hard all week with my steel cut boots on. <laughs> you can <laughs> stick those shoes where the sun don't shine. Plumber, are you, Johnny? Do you mind giving me a colonic? <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, too easy. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Your local breakfast show, Anthony and Pinky for breakfast. Triple M. The first of December, and once again, we get to catch up with one of my all-time favourite humans and someone who is always passionately advocating for our children's safety. We welcome to the show Laurie Lawrence from Kids Alive, the founder of that, and check your Poolgate Month. Good morning. How are you, Pinky? Doing really well. Morning, Very excited Laurie. we uh, have made it to December. Hi, how are you, mate? Yeah, well, 1st of December, it's, this is hot. I don't know about Rocky at the moment or up in that area, but it's it's roasting down here, <laughs> and this is the time when little kids start to, to head to the water, you know? Yeah, that's right. Well, we mm. were almost 40 degrees in Rocky yesterday, Laurie, so we absolutely are feeling the heat, and you're right. Everyone's oh. drawn to the water at the moment. So check your pool gate month. How does this work? Well, it's, it's a big call out to everyone out there who's got pools because mm. 50% of pool owners have said, admitted that they've propped their pool gate open. Now, if you do that, you're inviting a disaster yep. because drownings is the biggest single killer of little kids in Australia. Yep. Uh, like since the year 2000, we've been pushing this. Well, you know about that since when you were on the road singing as a lifesaver. Yeah. You actually, Pinky, you're a, you're a beautiful little Nippinelli in the show that travelled Australia. Yeah. Anyway, let's forget about that because now you're a radio host. I want to hear more about that off air, Pinky. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the time of year when kids drown, and when when we can look back over these last twenty years and say that we've lost fifty three fifty three soldiers. Mm to wars overseas, but we've lost 12 times that number, over 600 kids in that same period of drown under the age of five. Over 600 children under the age of five have drowned in Australia Mm. and 53 soldiers. That's the comparison. It's more dangerous to be a kid around a backyard pool in Australia than it is a soldier in the ADF. That is remarkable when you put it like that. Yeah. So what are, we, what are we looking out for when we're checking our gates? Mate, the best thing to do is go online, but the, the weakest link is the hinge and the latch. So that magnetic latch, that magna latch, is the perfect thing to put on your gate because it's easily adjusted in height and width. So that's the perfect. And you want true close hinges, hinges that automatically slam shut. We had a... a a woman come out the other day, it was a pool inspector, and she says, the modern hinges and gates are fantastic. Hinges 
and latches are fantastic yeah. and easy to operate. She said, even you could operate one, Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> we like her sense of humour. And look, we'll also yeah. do that reminder, Laurie, that when it does come to drownings is that, well, actually, it's all a myth what you see in the TV shows and the movies. Uh, the kids are not throwing their arms around, calling out for They're help. Not. They just disappear. No, it's silent. They're... It doesn't take long. And what's the minimum amount of water that you need to actually drown? Oh, it's centimetres, isn't it? Six, yeah, it's yeah, not much. It's just centimetres, not much. No. Little kids have drowned in, in Adelaide. There was a tragedy in a dog bowl. Exactly. Where the, the parents had filled up a, a little dog bowl mm. for the dogs to drink out of, and the toddler fell in face down and... and oh, no. Yeah. Yes, horrible. mate. It's, that easy? You know, it's, yeah. it's horrible. It is easy. Yeah. Gee, so it's so a, a tiny reminder. Yeah. So mm. I'm saying if you're a grandparent or a parent with a child under the age of five, check your pool gate. It's check your pool gate month. But do more than that because drowning is silent mm-hmm. and drowning is quick. Yeah. And it only takes a very short time for a tragedy to happen. And every grandparent... And every parent with a child under the age of five has got a ticket to go to a funeral this summer in a raffle. And it's a raffle you don't want to win. No. There we go. Well, thank you so much for those sobering words this morning. Always great to have you on. And and let's hope we all have a healthy and happy and safe summer. Laurie Lawrence, Kids Alive founder and Check Your Pool Gate Month ambassador. Thanks, Pinky. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate your help. It's a fresh start and it feels good. Anthony and Pinky for breakfast. It's Triple M Breakfast.